This is KYUK, public radio for the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. I'm Francisco Martinez-Cuello. The Chalista Corporation is seeking nominations for its 2023 shareholder awards. Chalista shareholders and descendants living within and outside of the Chalista region may be nominated for the annual shareholder awards. Each award recipient will receive a plaque and $1,500. There are five award categories which can be found online at www.chalistacore.com slash shareholder awards. Nominees must be currently living and without any significant legal judgments. Nominations may be submitted via an online form or a fillable PDF, submitted via fax, mail, or emailing media at chalistacore.com. Forms for the shareholder awards must be received by Chalista no later than 5 p.m. on March 15, 2023. Winners will be announced by May 31st. Alaska has joined nearly two dozen states in a lawsuit that would eliminate Americans' access to a pill used for abortions, even in states where abortion is legal. The original suit was filed by an anti-abortion medical group. It aims to revoke the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's approval of the abortion pill called Mifepristone. Alaska's attorney general signed on last week. Abortion is legal in Alaska, but if successful, the suit could still reduce access to reproductive health care here. The pill is used for about one-third of abortions in Alaska, and about a third of Alaska women live in a borough without a clinic that provides abortion services. The pill could be immediately taken off the market if the judge sides with the plaintiffs. The plaintiffs claim the U.S. Food and Drug Administration exceeded its authority when it approved the drug two decades ago. The defendant's opposition says the lawsuit is extraordinary and unprecedented and could cause significant harm if successful. It argues that the courts should not tell the FDA to remove a safe and effective drug that has been on the market for more than 20 years. The Alaska Attorney General's office wrote in a statement that when the FDA allowed the drug to be available through the mail, it undermined the authority of states where abortion is illegal. A Trump-appointed judge in Texas will decide the case. A ruling could come as soon as the end of the month. A new study shows the most serious injuries that take place on Alaska fishing boats stem from one source, winches. Those are the cable-hauling devices used to lift anchors, nets, and other objects on a ship's deck. The Alaska Beacon reports that 125 serious injuries were reported to the Alaska Fishermen's Fund in just two decades, but the Center for Disease Control and Prevention say that's almost certainly an undercount. In most cases, the injuries happen when body parts were caught in or compressed by winches or the cables attached to them, the study said. About half of the reported injuries were to fingers. Tristan Viktorov is the lead author of a new CDC study, and he says the study did not assess the severity of reported injuries. He says some of the injuries, like amputations and crushing injuries, are bad enough to end a fishing season. In some instances, he says they can even be career-ending. Viktorov also says there is some awareness in the fishing industry of winch dangers, particularly in the seine fleet, but that winch injuries are still happening regularly across different types of winches and throughout different fisheries. The study includes some recommendations for improved safety. Commercial fishing in Alaska has become safer overall in recent decades. Alaska commercial fishing fatalities have declined considerably since 1990, according to the CDC. American scientists made a startling walrus discovery last fall. They found 200,000 Pacific walrus lounging on one Russian beach bordering the Chukchi Sea. That's a huge number that could indicate there are a lot more walrus in the world than previously thought. But it's been difficult to confirm the number without input from Russian scientists. Once a collaborative partnership, American and Russian researchers have been cut off from each other for almost a year since Russia invaded Ukraine. 
Alaska Public Media's Kavitha George reports. For decades stretching back to the Cold War, Russian and American scientists have been close partners on Pacific walrus research. U.S. and Soviet researchers began flying joint aerial surveys to count the animals in 1975. Even during my career, almost 30 years, there are people I've worked with the entire time. They've been on ships with us, shoulder to shoulder, working closely together. We gather data together, we publish it together. That's been our tradition. Uh, And we really can't do our work either of us on either side, without each other. Tony Fishbach is a research biologist for the U.S. Geological Survey studying walrus populations. In the last year, Fishbach's research has hit roadblocks. Since Russia invaded Ukraine last February, the U.S. imposed sanctions and began to cut off government funding and research relationships with Russian institutions. As a result, Fishbach, a federal employee, hasn't been in touch with his colleagues across the Bering Strait. We don't want them to be put in any danger for communicating with Americans. Uh, And we have, to our our sanctions, we also need to step back and not have direct communication. But walrus don't recognize international borders. And after Fishbach and his American colleagues made an exciting walrus discovery this year, it's been hard to move the research forward without Russian input. Fishbach's team used satellite data to count around 200,000 walrus on one Russian beach bordering the Chukchi Sea. For context, the most recent population count estimated only around 260,000 Pacific walrus in the world. Fishbach says their findings in Russia could mean the total number of walrus is much higher. But he says they won't know for sure until Russian scientists can confirm they're accurately interpreting the satellite data. Our approach is to continue doing what we can and hope that they can do what they can. We'll publish our findings and our data. They can access that. They can publish their findings uh, and their data, and we can move our science forward. This new format for scientific progress is like playing a long-distance game of telephone through formally published findings. The strained relationship between Russia and the U.S. has also slowed research at the university level. Vladimir Romanovsky is a Russian-born permafrost scientist at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. He says increased tension with the outside world has made it riskier for Russian scientists to work with foreign agencies or accept funding from outside Russia. Anybody who getting funds, no matter what kind of funds, from abroad, from the Western countries, you can get this uh, well, new title, uh, foreign agent, uh, which is very serious in Russia. So you can go to jail even for that. Universities aren't subject to the same sanctions that federal agencies like USGS are. So Romanovsky can still communicate virtually with his Russian colleagues. But meeting in person has proved difficult as the international scientific community has moved to exclude Russia from conferences in the last year. Romanovsky says while it's still possible to continue ongoing projects with his Russian colleagues, starting any new collaborations will be difficult. Pretty much like it's hurting, not immediate right now, but the future, definitely. Uh, There is much more problems with the future. Romanovsky wants to bring some of his colleagues to Alaska for a research visit in the fall, but he says getting them visas will be nearly impossible. Meanwhile, Fishbach is waiting to see if his Russian colleagues confirm the giant walrus count in their own scientific paper. There is no way to know when the publication is coming, 
but he says he trusts they're working on it. Reporting from Anchorage, I'm Kavitha George. This is KYUK News. I'm Francisco Martinez Cuello. Kuyana for listening. Please share your news tips, comments, or suggestions. You can email us at news at kyuk.org or message us on Facebook. And stay tuned for News Yuktun coming up.